Welcome to the second episode of Damn, I knew the answer. This is a podcast on quizzing. Our guests will be quizzing against each other today and we will also have a lot of fun discussing trivia. As always, my co-host for this episode is Mokai. Hello Mokai. Hi Aricho. In today's episode, it's going to be Onindo versus Shubit. They have come to our show as participants today and I will let our participants introduce themselves. Hi Onindo. Please introduce yourself. Hi, hi Mokai. Hi everyone. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, so my name is Onindo Roy. Uh, I am from Calcutta and currently I'm residing in Bombay. Uh, and yeah, I I really enjoy uh, trivia. I enjoy uh, music, generally food related questions, etc. And uh, I'm looking forward to having this discussion today. I think it will be great. So thanks for having me again. Thank you, Anindo, and we have Shubit also. Hi, Shubit. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, so, sports enthusiast, mostly football, connoisseur of I would like to think so of rock and roll classics, and collector of random trivia would be three things which would describe me. Uh, by random trivia, I often mean trivial trivia. I will. I was the guy growing up as a child who would read the toothpaste tube. and check out what are the ingredients in it and then go around asking people what is sorbitol what is fluoride so uh hoping to put all of that knowledge which i have uh, brought over to good use and uh, hoping to outgun my very worthy and knowledgeable opponent that is great shubhit uh, i am pretty sure that you are a great toothpaste expert and <laughs> so without further ado we have mokai with the first question mokai please go ahead Thank you, Arithra. Uh, first question is for Anindo. Yep. The forty-seventh episode of Mahabharat was an episode on Sabhaparv of the epic. Uh, are you familiar with the Mahabharat TV show, Anindo? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the forty-seventh episode was on Sabhaparv. It was sponsored by Reliance to promote a particular brand. Which brand is the question? Okay. Uh, Your time starts now. So Mahabharat. Uh, okay. So it's I think nineteen nineties, eighties, early nineties. Reliance. Okay. Uh, so what Sabha are you thinking on in the? Oh, honestly, the 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 first thing that I thought of uh, in recent times was the rerun of Mahabharat that happened during the quarantine period and what came out of it. Uh, right. Mostly, everybody just rewatched it and people found out little bits of uh, inconsistencies uh, in the show. But that's unrelated. I'm sorry. I'm just. This is just me. That is absolutely that. fine. That is absolutely yeah. fine. But uh, uh, you should focus on the Sabha part. Uh, aspect yeah. of the so the sabha parv of the epic now uh, i'm not quite honestly familiar with uh, is this is this the uh, uh, is this the draupadi scene i'm sorry i'm not uh, aware of the so uh, i cannot tell you uh, what it is actually but you have very less time on in the thing i can tell you that you were thinking on the right track you mentioned certain names so think about uh, reliance as a business and you think about that uh, sabha par episode which we are talking about and uh, uh-huh. try to come up with an answer reliance uh, you have to give an answer on in the damn 
Your time is up. You have an answer? No, I do not. Shubhit, your turn. Uh, do you have an answer for the question? Um, I'll sort of go out on a limb and say the new video conferencing app which Reliance has brought about. Uh, that's good thinking actually because uh, you think Sabha is like Sabha is like a, is like a meeting. So Sabha is like meeting. So uh, you know the Geo 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 app, yeah. Geo Meet app or whatever it is Which called. Is... I can't seem to recall the. Okay, uh, so very good thinking and uh, like it was a really good guess, but unfortunately, I'm guessing it's not, not the right answer. That is not the right answer. The right answer is female clothing. So Sabhapar is, is the episode where the uh, Chirharan sequence of Draupadi happened, right? And so that episode was also used to uh, promote uh, Reliance's female brand of clothing. So that is the trivia in this question. Aurichu, you want to add something? Actually, I think uh, Shubit's guess was quite uh, good. Uh, we were actually talking about the original 47th episode and not the sponsor for the rerun so vimal is the brand because of the whole sari scene and uh, obviously uh, uh, and it's a reliance brand as we all are aware so anyways good 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 guess guys but uh, good thing is you guys are still on equal point all right it's wide open uh, now i have the next question for shubit so shubit are you ready for your first direct question yes go ahead shoot okay so in 1985 uh, rick mackintosh who was the gm of microsoft canada was summoned by the canadian department of agriculture so basically the gm of microsoft canada his name was rick mackintosh uh, ironically and the reason for the summoning was that uh, the department of agriculture had quarantined the first batch of a particular product by microsoft so not knowing better the department of agriculture officials thought that the product posed a health risk to canada so i want you to identify the product hmm. um microsoft would mean something to do with computers is this quarantining in the sense that we understand it in you know today's scenario absolutely absolutely so this is not some computer terminology right no 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 absolutely not uh, i mean the, obviously like the first question this also has a sort of uh, quarantine link i see uh mouse as in mice the you know computer mice which comes with the keyboard okay mouse so was that a guess to be so what's your thought process no so i'm thinking you're saying uh, you know department of agriculture well really depart thinking department of agriculture really mice doesn't fit in but i really can't think of anything else that comes to mind i sort of you know linked it quarantine microsoft computers my mice is the first thing that came to mind uh, that in fact is the right answer so that's a brilliant crack shubhit so in fact it is the mouse so it was way back in 1985 and obviously the department of agriculture in canada they didn't know better so they got confused and they thought it's the other kind of mouse microsoft was uh, talking about and that can cause bubonic plague and that is why they quarantined <laughs> the first batch so it's quite a funny story come to so think of so they actually thought that microsoft was manufacturing 
<laughs> live mice uh, yeah yeah because uh, back then microsoft was not like a big uh, name and uh, people were not very familiar with uh, mouse also generally excellent computers crack. generally yeah. computers correct uh, excellent crack shubhit uh, great great crack uh, so now we will go to mokai to see if he has a question for us question for aninto the republic of upper volta was renamed in 1983 following a coup its new president mr thomas sankara coined its new name which means the land of the incorruptible people which country am i talking about onindo your time starts now okay uh thomas sankara sankara is the president who renamed the upper volta republic of upper volta as the new name which would be translated as the land of the incorruptible people is that the land of the incorruptible people yes okay year 1983 okay. republic of upper volta was 1983 renamed. yes uh okay what are you thinking on in those So got- my my only clues, honestly, I don't know who uh, I don't know the name of the president. It doesn't ring a bell. Uh, so the only clue I can think of is the River Volta. You know, it's it's the river in Africa, if I'm not mistaken. So you think it's an African nation? Uh, that is the only thing geographically that rings a bell, honestly. Okay. Okay. So, so what would be your answer? Uh, so I'm going to guess it's. uh and 1983 so i'm going to assume that there will be some sort of uh military coup or some sort of revolution i'm go- i'm thinking turbulent african nations right now so which had a coup in the year 1983 and you'll be able wow. to crack the wow 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 but i'm going to go with uh, the most disturbed african country in my mind which is sierra leone Sierra Leone is unfortunately not the uh, right answer, but good try, Onindo. It is okay. an African nation. Shubhit, I'll pass this question to you. You have an answer. Well, I've sort of um, taken a cue from Onindo's guesses, and uh, you know, when I heard the question, I was completely blank, and I was wondering whether you know this is some mythical, fictitious uh, you know country. Upper Volta really did not ring a bell. But uh, once he says River Volta, uh, well, Volta, if I'm correct, touches two countries, and uh, one of them is Ghana, which I really don't think would be the answer to this question uh, because I don't think Ghana has been renamed really, not to my mind. Uh, the other country seems a little more plausible. So Burkina Faso. Your answer is Burkina Faso. That is absolutely correct, Shubhit. Well done, amazing answer, Burkina Faso. Well, thank, thanks to Anand for even putting River Volta in my head. I was thinking electricity. Honestly speaking, when I heard the that, first. that was the other thing I was also thinking about, <laughs> but it seemed implausible in my head. So. Okay, so one thing, uh, Shubhit, you mentioned that uh, Ghana, but uh, as a matter of fact, Ghana. it's a new name the previous name was gold coast uh, after they became uh, independent from british rule they became ghana so so ghana was not a french colony like most no, no, uh, no. west african so countries. i got to know about it when i watched this uh, 
a show on uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, that show uh, what that show on ground the, the ground yes so there's a yeah. sequence when the queen went to ghana to meet the new commonwealth country of ghana and there was president if i'm not wrong nukruma who was a part of the uh, non aligned movement of you so, really take your binge watching very seriously yes yes <laughs> uh, some of the series are really uh, nice and like you can always add fun to your binge watching yes so uh, next direct question is for shubhit shubhit is on a roll shubhit your next question is about sports i uh, hope uh, you enjoy it because you told me you're a that, sports that that makes me a little that, happy and hopeful yes that makes me very fearful <laughs> <laughs> okay so the question for you shubhit is the lusophonia games is a multinational multi sport event which started in 2006 the 2018 edition which was supposed to be held in mozambique was cancelled due to the incomplete infrastructure uh, they could not continue with the edition of that particular game so before that the last complete edition was held in goa in the year 2014 so my question is which countries participate in the lusophonia games are you familiar with lusophonia games shubhit um often doesn't really ring a bell is this when you say which countries participate do you mean like something similar to the commonwealth games you know where all the commonwealth like is there a class specific class of countries which participate absolutely there is a common thread linking all the countries which participate in uh, lusophonia games so you have to figure out the common link and does it being held in goa particularly have any significance that you have to figure out mozambique uh, ideally can't place in any category so you are in the right track with uh, these two names or these places have uh, have a lot of significance actually so what will be your answer see ideally can't place mozambique but um, using uh, goa something similar to commonwealth games uh, former portuguese colonies this lusophonia games is the competition between countries which were previously uh, portuguese colonies no i'm taking from the fact that it was held in goa and not uh, so that is your answer count that I'll, 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 i'll go with that former portuguese colonies absolutely correct shubhit that's a good crack and indeed lusophonia games is a multinational multi sport event which is played among countries which were previously portuguese colonies the mozambique and goa are so does world. the rest of india take part in did it take part in the 2014 games or was it yeah, just yeah, goa no no they did they did the rest of india also did yeah and the other south asian country to participate in this tournament uh, still day uh, is sri lanka sri lanka uh, yeah yeah so uh, actually uh, you know like the commonwealth games we also have a similar tournament uh, for the french speaking or the erstwhile french colonies is called the francophonie games uh, they also have a lot of cultural events and cultural competitions but yeah basically lusophonia games is uh, a competition for erstwhile portuguese colonies good good crack there excellent question guys thank you and oricho will uh, be taking us through the next couple of questions oricho yeah i have the next question for onindo who's a good musician himself so this question is related to music in fact uh, so the american heart association the british heart foundation and other similar bodies 
uh, they recommend that people should listen to this particular song while giving CPR to someone. Right. Uh, now this is mainly because of a couple of reasons. Uh, first uh, is that uh, research by uh, several institutions, including the University of Illinois uh, College of Medicine. has found that uh, the song has perfect beat for performing cpr so this particular uh, song which is a 1977 hit contains 103 beats per minute uh, that's close to the recommended chest compression rate of 100 beats every 60 seconds right so that's one of the reasons why it's a recommended song for cpr the other uh, reason is that uh, the song also has an appropriate title Uh, there are other songs also with similar beats uh, but their title uh, the names of those songs are not very appropriate uh, an example would be another one bites the dust by queen so obviously that's not the best uh, song to listen to while you're giving uh, cpr to someone so onindo you need to tell me which song i am talking about yeah so uh, this is i think honestly something that you either know or you don't know So uh this is uh staying alive by the BGs. And clearly Anindo you did know the answer so it is uh staying alive by the BGs so because of the beats uh, it is considered a recommended song uh for CPR and obviously staying alive is a very appropriate title. Uh it's, it's quite hopeful. So good crack Anindo so good to see that you have you know finally uh, opened your account. Uh now we have the next question for Shubhit Uh, so shubhit are you ready for your next question yes okay inside the red border is a book which depicts the history of the world uh, so this book is published by a reputed american media outlet uh, now this book actually chronicles the history of the world uh, by referencing to another publication so i need you to tell me which publication Mm, could you just rephrase or just if you could just come again yeah sure so inside the red border is basically the name of this book and this book is published by a reputed american media outlet so this book tells the history of the world through another publication so i need you to identify this related publication so by history of the world do you mean in any specific sphere i mean i know i'm sort of fishing for hints but you know, so i would focus a bit more on the name of this book and uh, you know the answer might just present itself inside the red box mm. what are you thinking i don't know uh color red communist manifesto no that i'm not too sure that makes sense uh <laughs> main cup hitler's main cup i mean that's literally a guess uh no uh, that's not the right answer so i will uh, now go to onindo to see if he has a guess Okay, so it's not a book per se; it's publications. It's a magazine. Yeah, yeah, of some sort. Could be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
inside the red border screams russia and communism to me uh cuisine history of the world magazine times time magazine time magazine actually is the right answer so you might have guessed it so if you think i think we were uh, focusing a bit too much on the color red and uh, you know thinking about communism the moment onindo says magazine immediately the time cover sort of you know yeah yeah so yeah the time that cover it has this square, red border yes. right yeah yes so inside the red border it basically tells the history of the world through uh, time magazine covers this made me really happy okay Thank fantastic you. question <laughs> and fantastic crack good job guys and i think it's it's quite tight now so i will go to mokai now who has another question for onindo okay the next question is for onindo in this exhaustive list of four people hd devegoda and ik gujral are two names give me the other two names very simple question onindo are you familiar with these names Yes, so I mean the past prime ministers. That's all I can say. Right. The country. So there is a list of only four people: H D Devgowda and I K Gujral are two names. I want other two names. They didn't finish their terms. No, I think one of them didn't. Okay, sorry. Uh, that is incorrect. Okay. Okay. A good thinking, but uh, then the list wouldn't be of four people. Correct. That was the connect. Yeah. That would be much more. Yes. Okay. Shubhit, your turn. Do you have an answer? Hmm. I have two names in mind. I was thinking when Anand was also thinking. Um. I'm going by political parties. Both H D Devgowda and I K Gujral were Janata Dal members, if I'm not mistaken. And the other two prime ministers we've had from Janata Dal. If I'm correct, are Morarji Desai and and uh, VP Singh. So are those the other two, four Janata Dal prime ministers? So your final answer is uh, VP Singh and Morarji Desai. Yes. No, Shubhit, that is not the correct answer. The two names which I am looking for would be Manmohan Singh and Indira Gandhi. So Auditor will explain how they are connected. Yeah. So basically, the list of four people: it's uh, Indira Gandhi, uh, Devgowda, Ike Gujral, and Manmohan Singh. So they all were prime ministers uh, by virtue of being a member of parliament of Rajya Sabha. So obviously, uh, we know that Manmohan Singh was a Rajya Sabha member. Yeah. You know, from Assam. Uh, yeah. And uh, Devgowda from Karnataka, Ike Gujral from Bihar, and interestingly. Mm-hmm. So was Indira Gandhi. So when Lal Bahadur Shastri passed away, Indira Gandhi became the next uh, prime minister, and that time she was uh, basically a prime minister through the Rajya Sabha route. But she Obviously, won the Lok Sabha elections later on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, she okay. did, she did. But technically, the first time she became, uh, it was through the Lok Sabha route. So we will have to uh, include her in the list as well. Yeah. So yep. Indira Gandhi is a surprise uh, inclusion, but uh, you know, good thinking, guys. so i have the next question now which is for shubhit uh, so shubhit another question on politics yes so sun yat sen introduced this style shortly after founding the republic of china 
and this was hailed as the national dress with distinct political overtones so this dress was basically based on the japanese cadet uniform uh, it had four pockets and the pockets represented the four virtues of propriety justice honesty and shame uh, the dress also had five buttons uh, and which represented the five branches of the chinese government uh, the executive legislative judicial examination and control so later however this became popular across the world by another name so what is this popularly called nothing seems to come to mind four pockets and five buttons yeah so basically this dress is now pop- quite popular and it's popularly called something uh so what are you thinking i'm just trying to think of a dress with four pockets as of now <laughs> trying to sort of visualize it should be i'll give you 5 more seconds and then i will uh, go to onindo no i mean nothing seems to come to mind all right onindo uh, do you have a guess this is a chinese uh, uh thing right not japanese correct it's inspired from the japanese cadet uniform and it was basically you know adopted by sun yatsen when he founded the republic of china no no i would have guessed the only thing that i know is kimono but that doesn't apply here so no 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 idea okay so this dress is actually known as the mao jacket so even though it was uh, introduced by sunyak sen it was popularized by uh, general mao and it's now known as the mao jacket so it's a very uh, you know popular dress across the world uh, you know this is similar to the whole nehru jacket modi jacket you know parallel so it was actually introduced by nehru and now it is popular uh, you know in in a lot of places as the modi jacket so the same thing basically happened in china as well so it's the mao jacket i was uh, talking about Uh, all right uh, so we have mokai uh, who has the next couple of questions okay as of now the scores are shubhit is on 3 points and onindo is on 2 points so it's getting a bit close now onindo are you ready for your next question yes please let me have it name of this dish indicates that it is from syria some out of the opinion that this were introduced to south asia during the mughal era by muslim immigrants from the middle east mughals had employed cooks from all over the muslim world to serve in their royal kitchens so some of the cooks from syria probably introduced this uh, particular food item in the mughal kitchen so which famous food item am i talking about on indo your time starts now okay so you you essentially it's a food item so there's no hint in terms of what kind of food item it is because essentially mughal cuisine is all uh, indo persian or uh, indo syrian so as to speak so like so there are lots of just a clarification in terms of because syrian cuisine honestly there are lots of influences on uh, most indian uh, food items which are mughal in nature so just is right. there any right so 
as I told you, the name of the dish, the dish as we know it today, right? The name of this dish indicates that it is from Syria. So, okay. uh, so the name, the name per se, of, as it exists in India right now, the literal t- meaning of that name would be Syrian in nature, and it would be Syrian. Okay. Yes. The name will be directly indicating to Syria. Syria. So when I'm thinking of Mughal cuisine, I'm thinking of biryani. I'm thinking of uh, kebabs. I'm thinking kebabs. Anindra, I can tell you you're on the right track, but I need a specific answer. And you have five seconds left to answer. Kebab. So kakori kebab, galati kebab. Galati kebab is from it's it's big. Hindi, so it's melting your mouth. That's the origin is Hindi. Uh, Kapori is a region. I'm not too sure what Shami means. Shami, Shami kebab. That is your final answer. Amazing guesswork, Anindo. Shami kebab is the right answer. So I will tell you how it is uh, related to Syria. So Mughals uh, used to call this the region of Syria as we know it today as Bilad al Sham. So the word Sham uh, means uh, the current region of Syria and Lebanon. So the cooks from there introduced that particular kebab, the flat kebab that we know as Shami kebab today. So it is from Syria, Bilad al Sham. So that word has been used in Shami kebab. So that is the history behind our favorite kebab. And uh, next question is for Shubhit. Are you ready, Shubhit? Yes. Felina is the last episode of a popular TV series. Felina, F-E-L-I-N-A. The name is inspired by the character Felina from the song El Paso by Marty Robbins. A popular fan theory, however, suggests that the name actually represents blood, dash, and tears. Which is largely the representation of the plot of the entire TV series. So, which TV series am I talking about? Um, the TV series I know, uh, Breaking Bad. That is absolutely the right answer, Shubhid. The series is Breaking Bad. The funda behind the last episode, Felina, is that the word Felina can be broken up into three different symbols of chemical elements found in the periodic table. That is iron, Fe, lithium, that is Li, and sodium, that is Na. So that makes the word Felina. The title was interpreted by some as blood, meth, and tears because iron is a predominant element in blood, lithium is sometimes used in methamphetamine production, and sodium is a major component of the salt which can be found in the tears. So that is the main funda behind uh, the episode name Felina. Great crack Shubit and the score is now Shubit is on 4 and Oningo is on 3 and the final two questions will be asked by Oitro. Oitro please take over. Alright so it's getting quite close. Uh, so the next two questions are on numbers uh, but uh, no need to panic uh, no maths or men- mental maths involved. First of the last two questions uh, is for Onindo. So, 
simple question for you anindo uh, you need to tell me uh, what is the sum of all the numbers of a roulette table uh, because you know the number also has a religious connotation to it considering the fact that gambling is looked down upon in many cultures so you need to tell me the sum of all the numbers of a roulette table and the number also has a religious connotation so you just need to give me the sum of all the numbers of a roulette table okay uh, so it's a number which is considered uh, immoral or sorry unholy yeah you're on the right track the number actually has uh, an unholy connotation so as to speak uh unholy uh, is it <laughs> okay uh, is it the number of the beast which is uh, 666 that is in fact the correct uh, answer on indo it is in fact 666 so you know it's uh, a sum of all the numbers on a roulette table that 0236 and the sum is 666 which is also the uh, number of the beast uh, and also uh, one of my favorite iron maiden songs so incredible good. Good job, Anindo. So it's tied at four each now. So I have the next question for Shubhit. So Shubhit, uh, no pressure, but this will basically determine whether you win the quiz or not. So are you ready for the last question of the quiz? Yes. Shoot. So MH370 was the dash ever Boeing 777, which was manufactured. So you need to give me. the dash the dash is the number so is the dash ever boeing 777 to be manufactured you need to give me this number and uh, you know unfortunately this number it would seem that you know this number jinx the aircraft uh i'm going with the jinxing the aircraft bit and i'll guess 13th ever boeing 777 No, actually, MH370. Come to think of it, is fairly recent. So, 13 would not be the right guess. Uh, has to be a large number. I will now go to Anbu. So, we all are aware of the uh, unfortunate fate of the aircraft, and uh, think what uh, happened to it, and uh, think of a number related to it. Does uh, no, it's not coming to me right now. But uh, is it? Does it add up to 13 or something? No, so it's not thirteen. Can What I have number? a second bite at the cherry? I mean, if Orindo isn't guessing. Uh, okay, not for points, but uh, no, I understand. Bragging rights, yeah. For bragging <laughs> rights, why not? Yeah. Um, four zero four. The error not found. Four zero four. That is the right answer. Is actually the four hundred and fourth Boeing seven 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 to have ever been manufactured, and we all know error four zero four indicates not found the aircraft or its remains were not found. So, so this makes the, the title of your podcast very apt. Damn, knew the answer. Yeah, actually, I mean it's it, it's something that you could have guessed, but uh, anyway, good crack nevertheless. So I think. Uh, you know both shubhit and anindo they have tied the quiz they are on four each and like uh, like i said the last three questions uh, will determine uh, who the winner of today's quiz is so in the last three uh, none of them got the sunyat sen uh, you know mao jacket question correct uh, 
Anindo got the Shami Kabab question correct. Shubit got the Breaking Bad question correct. But Anindo then got the Roulette Table question correct. And therefore, you know, his score uh, became 4 from 3. So based on the tiebreaker, it's Anindo who actually is today's winner. But uh, I must uh, compliment Shubit for, you know, a great show nevertheless. So well done guys, it was a lot of fun, you know. So today's winner is Anindo. Uh, so congratulations Anindo for uh, winning uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, Thank so you. Little bits of uh, <coughs> sunshine during quarantine, what can I say? Yeah, but, but I uh, think I, yeah, it's a big privilege uh, beating Shubit in terms of anything. But yes, it's bragging uh, <laughs> <laughs> rights, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, but, but actually, my heart goes out to uh, Shubit. I mean, he, obviously, he did pretty well. So I would like to think that this episode is a tie. Great show, both of you, and uh, congratulations to Anindo and to Shubit as well. questions. Uh, thank you. So, I mean, it's good. We got to sort of, uh, you know, discuss a lot of trivia and, uh, you know, it, it was a good chat. So, now we have uh, the audience questions. You know, you can find us on our social media handles and let us know what you think uh, are the answers. We might have a prize for the winners. We might not. You never know. So, please do take your chance. Okay. So, we have Shubit with the first audience question. Yes. Um, so, as I told you guys at the beginning, I am uh, a bit of a sports enthusiast, uh, especially football and Manchester United. And uh, during this pe- this period of you know the pandemic, the English Premier League has just restarted, and the matches are being played played behind closed doors with empty stadiums, and it's been a little weird watching the game. So. That sort of pushed me to sort of dig into a little bit of trivia on this. So, my question is, uh, which is the first English club to have played a competitive match behind closed doors in an empty stadium? And uh, who was the opponent? Bonus points for guessing the competition and the win. Okay, great. Fantastic, Shubit. That's a good question and quite relevant considering the times that we are in. Uh, so, the next question uh, will be from Anindo. Uh, yeah. Uh, Princess Alexandrovna of Russia uh, got married to Prince Alfred, who was the Duke of Edinburgh, uh, basically being the son of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. And thereby, she became the Duchess of Edinburgh by marriage. Uh, something was prepared for her wedding uh, to the prince and named after her which has now become a household name what is what was prepared all right thank you so much anindu that's a good and a very interesting question so guys if you know what the dish is uh, please uh, you know hit us up on our social media handles thank you so much guys and thank you so much makai guys please reach out to us on our social media handles mentioned in the description of this podcast and let us know how you feel about damn i knew the answer let us know if you want to come uh, to our podcast and discuss some trivia with us. Bye-bye and meet you guys very soon with another round of Damn, I Knew the Answers.